I'll try to keep the stutters and the uhs to a minimum. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Jim Mintier. And my watch is buzzing because I did this just on the Aquaman thing yesterday. i got to fix this. But Aquaman is out in theaters this week, Jim. Um, Spider-Man is spreading some Christmas cheer across the Spider-Verse, in case you didn't know that. Uh, Hellboy is unleashed on Earth and more. So if anyone didn't notice, Mike is not here this week, and we have super fan Jim on the mic. First time, right? Very and first so time. We've talked before on Skype. That's why I was I was like maybe he's been on here. I don't know. Uh, it's it's been a while, several years. But Jim, you are on here. You stepped in. Mike is traveling across the country. You graciously accepted my invitation to be on be on the show, and I uh, I really appreciate it. Mike really appreciates it, and um, we're glad to have you here. Well, I got to say, it's a honestly a tremendous honor, especially since I've been listening for so long, and mm-hmm. uh, I really hope I can contribute. Uh, I think I think I think everyone can contribute to the show. We're pretty low key, low maintenance. Uh, we just we are. I got the news for you here. Look at that. Look at that. you didn't even have to go look it up. It's already in, <laughs> in a nice little note here. You're you're seeing behind the scenes. A lot, uh, several people have seen behind the scenes, and it's not as fancy as as it sounds on the, on the other side. I think. So, um, yeah, glad to have you here. So, Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your what's your favorite superhero movie? Uh, whatever you want to spill on the air. Um, and, and this will be on the Internet, so just be careful. <laughs> nice. So, wh- what do you want to say? Really putting me on the spot. Uh, mm-hmm. Favorite superhero movie of all time would be uh, the Christopher Reeve original Superman. All right. And Superman fan, Jim. That's, oh, that's yes. what we'll call you. Uh, as Mike had mentioned before, I'm the one clamoring for a Man of Steel sequel <laughs> so but um yeah i grew up with comic books um indiana jones star wars superman and then eventually the 89 batman okay. were all uh big influences so i've kind of grown up with all that okay yeah i mean so i mean you're you're a child of the classic stuff uh you 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 got to see all of that stuff i mean I, I bet you're a big howard the duck fan really i mean that's that's prime <laughs> 80s right there uh, uh let's I've seen it a few times, but <laughs> you're just watching it for um, I can't think of her name, the actress's name, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson, you're just watching for Leah Thompson. That's that's what we're all watching it for. Let's, let's all be honest here. Um, uh, as long as you didn't say the uh, the uh, nude duck scenes in the bathtub at the beginning. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, What's your what's your uh, what's one of your favorite newer superhero movies then? Since you you like you grow up on the old ones, what's what's some of the newer ones you you enjoy? Oh, uh, the new, new ones. ones. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, I really like Civil War. Okay. It's it's edging to become my favorite Marvel movie. Other than that, it would probably be the first Avengers. Okay. Um, and like kind of mentioned earlier, I really like Man of Steel. Yeah. Okay. Um. The one guy here, they they have your quote on the cover of that, right? Like you're like, I really enjoy. No, I'm kidding. I'm just teaching you. <laughs> no, if they don't, they should. Um, but <laughs> as you know, it holds a special place in my heart because I got to meet Henry, Henry yeah. Cavill while that was being made. 
And uh, so that kind of made me a big fan. Okay, so so you you rose tinted glass, and that's what you're telling me. Yeah, you're... very much so. Okay, all right. Uh, any any superhero TV shows you enjoy slash watch regularly? That's um, I ask a lot of people. Yeah, I had cut the cord with satellite and uh, cable TV, so I don't get to watch a lot of stuff live anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, as soon as the Flash comes out on Netflix, the whole family sits down and binges that in about two weeks. Okay, big flash, big flash family, cool. Yeah. Uh, Run- Runaway season two is out today or yesterday. I don't know if you knew that or not. If you're oh, you got the Hulu's, did you watch the first season? Uh, I did. That's the one on Fox, right? No, Hulu. Oh, uh, you're, think- uh, you're thinking of the Gifted is the mutant. Oh, okay. No, I haven't watched the Runaways okay. at all. I think I think you would like it, and knowing knowing you and, and your family, I think uh, they would like it as well. Oh, um, nice. It, it's it's got the kids part for the younger thing, but the adults are a big focus. I'm excited to watch season two. My my only problem is the first season was piece like it was dripped every week out, which was really cool. And this binge watching stuff is not for me. Like I can't like I like the routine schedule, like because I have so much going on. So they oh, dropped okay. them all on Friday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is maybe I just set myself up for a schedule like every Monday or Sunday, just watch the runaways. So but it's out, Mike. Or not Mike, Jim, sorry. <laughs> You're right. Well, no, I, I, we literally just recorded Aquaman late last night, uh, our review of Aquaman, me and Mike. And it's out online. Uh, you can do that. But I, I it's, it's just habit. F- five years. Five years of doing this. It's habit. Sorry. <laughs> I don't take it personally. Uh, well, it's more of a compliment, really. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, anything else, Jim, or you want to get into the news? That's why we're here. We're here for the news every week. Yeah, let's dig in. All right, I got nothing else to add this weekend. It's 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 happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Um, I'm about to partake on a Disney trip this week, so I'm just trying to make sure all my irons are, you know, in the fire, out of the fire, whatever it is I need to do to to make sure it goes off without a hitch. So there you go. Hey, can I ask something before we start? Oh, most certainly. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, slash Christmas Vacation, as you probably have seen. Right. Uh, Christmas Vacation probably it means a lot to me because I grew up watching that. But Muppet Christmas Carol is it, it's just a classic, man. I, I like the music in that one. So, yeah, uh, we're on our second copy of that. OK. DVD. And then, uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation is by far my favorite as well. Yeah. Hands down. I, I do have a special place in my heart for the Rudolph uh, Claymation stop motion one from from yesteryear uh, because I love Bumbles and Bumbles Bounce, as we all know. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so that, um, Iron Man three is also a good Christmas movie. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Actually, if you ever, have you ever seen that movie? Oh, I love that movie. That's set at Christmas as well. Yeah. Because that's Shane Black and Shane Black does, he did Iron Man three. He did that. He did, um, lethal weapon, which is also set at Christmas time. I, I, someone argued or told me this week, they, they recommend lethal weapon is a better Christmas movie than die hard. Wow. Yeah. I guess it would deal with the holiday a bit more. Yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. It's it's that time of year. Everyone's so so fast. I'm just looking forward to the food, uh, yep. and 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 the uh, hopefully some pop vinyl gifts. About to go buy <laughs> myself one. They released the Infinity Gauntlet and pop vinyl today. So oh, is it like oversized and everything? No, it's a it's a little standard size, but it's in a clear dome, so it's like a display of it. So oh, yeah, nice. go, hot topic only though. Sadly, mm. sadly. All right, anyway, news. Here we go. Aquaman. Just talked about it several times. And that is out this week in theaters. Um, 
Uh, we just record. Me and Mike recorded a review episode before he he hit the the airways uh, last night. It's actually premiering on Facebook right now as we talk about this. So you can head over on Facebook, watch it, download. If you're subscribed, it will be in your feed. Jim, have you got to see Aquaman yet? Have not. Okay. I've had a, f- a few family obligations that kind of kept me from it, but but you want is, to? Oh, definitely. It'll be d- seen next week for sure. Okay, awesome. So, do you want to know my spoiler-free thoughts or anything like that? Oh, please. Okay, so I'm going to say, I mean, if you've listened to our review episode, the first half is always spoiler-free. Um, I had a really good time with this movie, uh, way better than I thought. I went in with pretty tempered expectations. I was like, eh, I'm not really hyped. I went in, I got to say the action scenes are through the roof. This is a visual, stunning film. I, I think, I like the action scenes. The, it's a vast improvement over Wonder Woman's action scenes. Oh, wow. But I think Wonder Woman has a better story. This one's a little predictable, a little you know, kind of paint by the numbers kind of story, but that's okay because this is a world hopping journey. Um, I can to Indiana Jones is what Mike said a little bit in, oh, in terms nice. of like the different locales and everything you see. It's really, really good. Jason Momoa is infectious. You just can't not help, but watch him on screen, uh, which is really cool. Uh, I I've got to say, I mean, I I'm glad I went and saw it in theaters. It's the second best DC movie to me, Jim. So I don't know if you're going to change your mind with your man of steel affinity <laughs> or not, or your Superman, but um, it's a vast improvement over justice league from what we got last year. And sure. uh, hopefully this is a marked improvement in quality of films. We're going to be receiving from DC going forward with Shazam on the horizon coming up. Gotcha. So Momo is uh, going off more than just charisma in this one. Yes. He, 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 he easily carries me. You can't not like feel like hell yeah. Whenever he's doing something cool <laughs> in this movie. Um, and you know, it's, it's like, it's more of a, a, again, to use the phrase, a tempered version of his justice. His justice league was kind of cranked up a little bit, like how, you know, like he was much more of a bro in that one. And this one, he's not, he's more of a chill dude. Oh, nice. um, Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It's really good. It's really good to watch. Uh, I, I mean, it's not again into the spider verse is better. Um, but I would, you know, I would say this is a, a solid entry overall and a good time. So if you're looking, if you're ha- having trouble convincing people to go watch an animated superhero movie, this is a suitable replacement in this time of year. So that's what I'm oh, saying. Nice. Yeah, yeah I might be. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go right ahead. Uh, I'd say I'm supposed to be seeing a movie with a buddy of mine this weekend, and he's actually staying away from Aquaman because according to him, the uh, trailers have done nothing to make him want to see it. Yeah, the hype level wasn't wasn't good going in, but there are tons of surprises, tons of tons of good stuff. It, it's again to to for people who are like, well, what is the tone of this? It's the first Thor movie meets Lord of the Rings underwater. Wow, that that's a actually a glowing endorsement. Yep, it, it's it's a great mixture of those, and I would put it on, on like I said on par with the first Thor movie in terms of quality and stuff. So if you like the first Thor movie, you'll probably enjoy this as well. So that so, that would be what I would say. From the previews, the color palette, and everything else, I thought this might be DC's uh, Ragnarok. Uh, not quite. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that far. Ragnarok is is really fun and enjoyable, and this this does have some fun, but like it's not purely comedy throughout the whole thing. Like you're gotcha. not laughing the whole way. Um, there are stakes, but like I tell you about the action is through the roof on this one. Mm. Uh, not quite the end of Ragnarok when Thor comes down with lightning on the rainbow bridge. Exciting. But like, yeah, this is pretty, pretty close, pretty close yeah. to this. Uh, this really, 
Yeah, there's some long tracking shots. I, I, visually, it was it just blew me away. I can't believe they were able to, to do some of the stuff they did in this movie. And the underwater effect doesn't bother me like at all. Like it actually doesn't take me out of the the movie at all. So, um, nice. yeah, I would say I would say go watch it if you're on the if you're on the fence. I'd, I'd recommend it if you're not for it. Wait till it comes out and watch it on HBO or or, or whatever you want to rent it on, and um, you'll probably say, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. So. Uh, did you see that just regular or did you go to like IMAX? Uh, I always go to IMAX because the IMAX is um, reserved seating for me. And we all know okay. I'm a big fan of reserved seating. Uh, it was in 3D, but like the 3D didn't bother me. And like I didn't notice it hardly as much in this one. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, that, that I did to see it in IMAX. And there is one mid credit scene. There's no nothing at the end. So if you want to stay, stay through the mid credit scene and you can leave. Gotcha. Because there's so much water in this, you're going to have to go to the bathroom. Like, you're just going to have to. Like, it's, it's nature. There you go. Uh, uh, um, yeah. No, go I, I was curious because uh, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, or right around there. And uh-huh. uh, we decided to join the rest of the world in film technology and got an IMAX theater that just opened in the past, I think, two weeks. Okay, yeah. And Aquaman is the first movie playing there. So I was going to see if it was worth my time to go. Um. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it was filmed in IMAX, so you're not getting anything extra from it. Uh, gotcha. So if you have a standard theater you like going to, go with that. However, you are segueing very nicely into our next topic, because I got to see the Avengers Endgame trailer in IMAX this weekend. And um, there is actually, since all Avengers uh, Infinity War and Endgame were both filmed in full IMAX cameras, there's no trickery or like it's just blown up on a larger screen these were filmed with imax cameras throughout the whole thing so um the trailer actually has a larger scope on it and i've included a um someone put together a youtube version since they released this um, imax version online showing the 1.9 to 1 versus the 239 to 1 aspect ratios um and you can actually see in this the, I think they colored them a little differently to make sure you don't blend them together, but like it is a much taller frame and you can see more of the thing. It doesn't reveal anything huge, but um, I, I just I, this trailer in IMAX blew me away probably right at the beginning. And it was in 3D, too, which I didn't expect to see. Oh. I didn't think the other one came out in 3D. So um, did you get a chance to watch through this comparison video at all or just browse? Uh, I did. I didn't. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. No, maybe if you just open it up, I mean, if you get a chance later, anyone who wants to watch it, you can see like how much more, how much taller it is, how much you're losing uh, when you don't see the IMAX version of this. And it's not because, oh, IMAX is just a bigger screen. Like literally they filmed it on IMAX. There's nothing like you're seeing a cropped version when you go anywhere else. So uh, whenever I tell you to go watch uh, Avengers and IMAX, like, there's a reason for it. And this, this trailer will show you what you're, you're seeing and what you're, what you're missing in a little bit. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, as, as you were talking, I loaded it up on my phone and I, I realize it's a phone, not a big screen, but no, I can see the difference. Yeah. It, it's, it's very, very much, very much so. So uh, get a chance to watch that. I'm, I'm excited to, to see this and for people to experience this trailer really. And, uh, in, in IMAX would be, would be fantastic. So, um, did you yeah. uh, get anything else out of it, like any uh, extra details or anything because of uh, the picture? The only thing I can think of is uh, about one and a half minutes in, a Nebula is reaching out to someone's shoulder, and you can tell it's Tony Stark 
who's on she's on the ship with Tony, so he's not alone on that ship, gotcha. uh, which was assumed he wasn't alone anyway um, because they both were both on that planet. Um, and then I think that's really about it, honestly. Like they didn't reveal a lot, and and like so I can't trust their trailers anymore, man. Like, no, they're gonna, you can't. They're gonna edit stuff out. They're gonna change it. Uh, the the, the quality is not better. Like I'll tell you, that, like, you're not getting a better picture quality. You're just getting a larger picture um, frame. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's gonna be gonna be wild. I can't I can't wait for it. I can't believe we are um, four months away from this. Right. Like at, at the end of the at the end of the day, we're we're four months away, and I uh, wow, it's gonna change our lives, Jim. <laughs> For the better. For the better. Venom is on a home release Blu-ray DVD this week, uh, if you're interested in picking up your copy. Uh, the director went on record this week, and he says he doesn't see a need for an unrated release. Um, most people were clamoring for an R-rated Venom. Uh, we kind of talked about why there wasn't multiple times over the, the past year. Um, and I, again, I think it's that Chinese market where most of this money came in from <laughs> uh, sure. for this movie anyway. Um, and uh, they actually just on the side note on YouTube, there's a they did the, there's a Venom promotion. It's an animated Venom with a 10 hour Yule log with Venom. On oh it. really? Yeah. So if you like Venom enough, like they're putting Venom like they're going wild with this marketing. So um, oh. But uh, the director also said the extra features, like the bonus features, of the deleted scenes, add color to the DVD. But he says fans like the current. The film is currently released, so they don't see a reason to adapt it or adjust it for an unrated release later. But it was originally filmed with the intent of being rated R, correct? We don't know. Or no, we don't we, know. Okay, we don't know. Um, I mean, they've always said so, but I don't. I honestly don't think so, because they had to. They have to know their marketing well ahead of time. Like how much marketing dollars we're going to spend. How are we going to submit this to different film things? So like filming it with the R and then toning it back to 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 do everything ruins every plan they had. So I, I think they may have said that, or they may have alluded to it, but I, I really don't think it was possible for them to say, Hey, we're going to do an R rated movie. And then, Oh, whoops, never mind. It's PG 13 uh, at the last minute. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. I, cause walking out of there myself, I thought for sure we'd see some sort of extended, you know, Blu-ray, not unlike Deadpool, uh-huh. or Deadpool two. Uh, like you in a Christmas story, Once Upon a Venom? <laughs> Maybe. But, well, I mean, like when uh, Deadpool 2 came out on Blu-ray, it had the, you know, the, what was it, the super extended cut? The super duper extended cut, yeah. Yeah. So, which I thought was pretty entertaining, but I I would have thought Venom would have done that just to even generate more sales in the United States. My, my assumption is nobody, like, nobody when they were making this expected to have an extended, uh, an extended super duper cut of this movie. They were like, we have to just get it out there and make sure it's not atrocious. Mm. And I, I still don't think it's atrocious. I think it's a serviceable film. So, um, the, you know, they had the extra, there's an extended scene at, at the end. Uh, the after credit scene is extended on the, on the home release. So if you want to see an extra version, long version of that, you can, but I mean, I, I don't know what else I'd add to this movie to make it better. And then, be like, oh, they could have done that in the film and like feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, I don't want the, the DVD to be better than the theater experience. At the end well, of the day. right. So, um, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, I still have not just between you and me, like apparently everybody listening, I still have not purchased Deadpool 2 on home release yet. Oh, really? Uh, because I'm waiting for hopefully a Once Upon a Deadpool version where they all, where they're all together. 
Um, oh yeah, good call. Uh, because they they fooled me once with that Magneto or the X Men Days of Future Past the Rogue cut. Mm-hmm. They replaced uh, Kitty Pride with Rogue in the the DVD because they filmed it and then they didn't put it in theaters. Right. So I didn't want to do that again with Deadpool once I found out there was a, a Once Upon a Deadpool coming. Um, Venom I haven't I don't know if I'll pay I need to I need to add it but I don't know if I want to pay full price for Venom at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It's not I'm not excited to go home and rewatch this all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the further we've gotten away from the theater from it, I think the more I, it doesn't hold up in my mind. Uh-huh. I haven't watched it again, but just thinking back on it, I'm like, I don't know if it's uh if it's one for my collection or not. Yeah, I don't know if it does. It doesn't hold. It just like there's no return value. I guess. Right there you go. Um and and yeah, I I totally agree with that. Some some things are hard to to return to. Um, like some like I mean I don't want to go back and watch X Men Apocalypse again. <laughs> like that doesn't have any return value like uh anything outside the marvel i don't i don't want to put on in the background i guess um anything anything in the mcu right now i'm like yeah throw it on in the background i'll just listen to it because cause yeah it's it's good background noise it's good to watch sometimes i get caught up watching it rather than doing anything else so well, that's venom, always a good problem i know venom dvd blu-ray digital go get it now if you want it did you end up getting spider-man for the ps4 oh yeah i pre-ordered it several months in advance okay. I thought so, but I, we're, we're friends on PlayStation. I didn't. I just. I just don't go looking to see what people are doing. I'm not like creeping on you on, on the PlayStation thing. <laughs> um, the third DLC came out yesterday. Uh, that wraps up the um, city that never sleeps. I'm not gonna play any of it yet. Uh, but also this week they added a bonus. The classic Raimi suit from Spider-Man One, Two, and Three is now in the game for free. Uh, as DLC because enough people bitched about it online that Insomniac was like, fine, here you go, shut up. Um, so they threw it in the game. On top of the three suits we got this week, we get the classic movie suit. And I will tell you, the detail on the suit is through the roof, Jim. Like you're yeah, gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. I've seen a couple pictures, and the fact that you can see the webbing have relief and reflect mm-hmm. is amazing. Not, no pun intended. But yeah. Well, that's not that one. That's for sure. The Amazing Suit's not in the game yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, Have you seen the people re- recreating like scenes and posters in the from the mo- the Spider-Man movies with the suit? Absolutely. And man, that is some good stuff. Like, I need to get my PlayStation fired up so I can get that downloaded. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's free. So if you own Spider-Man, get it. I think there's a sale right now on this game. I think it's like maybe forty something dollars. Um, the end of the year so if you got some extra christmas money cash playstation cards go pick up spider-man on ps4 it's worth it um i keep promising to do a streaming of this thing uh of, of the second playthrough but i just haven't sat down to do it yet um because after after i think i got it i switched jobs so um i need to do that but with if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it with with the raimi suit all the way through <laughs> that's for sure i think you have be- to yeah, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of changing suits up like every like I don't know ten minutes like I don't set a timer but mentally I'm like ah, I'll change the suit up so I'm not stuck playing with the same suit for everything but um, I want to see what the suit looks like in the cutscenes because this is some film level graphics going on sometimes in this game. Oh yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, my playthrough I was uh, the old hoodie Scarlet Spider uh-huh. or the Ben Riley Scarlet Spider for most of it until I got the 2099 suit of and course. then I just stuck with that. And then, uh, yeah, I think I might be doing another playthrough with just this one. 
with just this one. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I'm going to I'm gonna crank it up because I'm only missing two achievements or trophies in this game. One is beat it on challenge or new game plus mode and then beat it on the new difficulty, which is, um, I forget what it, what it's called, ultimate mode or something, ultimate difficulty or something like that. So, um, yeah, I, so. I, might, I might just do both at the same time because when you do a new game, you get all your stuff already unlocked. So, um, yeah, I'm going to play through with some of those suits. That's for sure. Yeah. The, I, oh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say that... Uh, this ha- is absolutely my game of the year. Um, it right hits every note for Spider-Man, and its gameplay is off the charts. So I agree with you. If you got any Christmas money or anything like that, definitely go pick this up because, man, you won't be disappointed. And, and, and if you're worried about it, I mean, honestly, this and God of War are probably my two game of the years for PlayStation. Um, oh. Because God of War, the variety in that is is a little bit better than Spider-Man because you, you you've done those grinding through the city missions, right? Oh, yeah. You just got to wait on some, someone to do some crime in a certain section. Like, that's like a little bit of a buzzkill. The swinging's fun, but just like waiting for something to pop up. Uh, God of War, um, you don't wait for things to pop up. They come to you. So uh, if you're looking, that's on sale too. I think that's like $20. So if you got some money, pick up both these games and you're going to be like, you're going to be blown away by the quality of video games this year. Um, but in the new DLC for Spider-Man, the one that came out yesterday, we actually get an Into the Spider-Verse suit, which is also our next topic. Uh, see how I'm pulling these all together? I'm getting my segues <laughs> really good here. Um, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, you said you liked this movie and you hated it, right? You didn't like it at all. Me? Oh, I loved it. I uh, know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know, okay, I know you loved it. Um, great movie. Uh, one of the best animated films this year. Probably a really good superhero. One of the best Spider-Man movies. Um it's really really good you might even go see the second time you you mentioned right right i gotta take uh, my kids yeah exactly you can go by yourself the first time take your kids the second time it's for everybody this is a family movie all throughout um but early on in the movie spoiler free um you find out that spider-man has like merchandise and other stuff like in his world the um and um the the regular red suit spider-man and and they tease a christmas album from spider-man throughout this movie um, and the people are buying the Christmas album from Spider-Man. And now five songs, five Christmas songs from the characters in this movie are on YouTube to watch and, and, and listen to. So like a little five song Christmas album EP. Uh, I think the cover was even in the movie, wasn't it? Do you, yeah. do you remember this cover? So yep. um, have, you, have you got a chance to listen to any of these uh, Christmas jingles yet? There... Uh, just from what they played in the movie, which was super. So I'm really excited to fire this up. Yeah. So they did. I think Spidey Bells um, was the one that's in the movie. and maybe up on the housetop. Um, and it tells who's singing it and what everything in this. Um, it might be a little spoilers if you haven't seen it. But if you haven't seen it, like you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, I've not listened to all of these. But I, I need to. I'm, I'm probably fire them up. I'm, I've got to go see my family today. And this is like, what, only 10 minutes of music here, maybe? Yeah. Most- like they're like. Uh, two minute average here so you got 10 minutes all five of them we got links in the show notes do you use the show notes jim these help you out i absolutely do especially uh you guys will reference a movie trailer and instead of trying to dig through youtube to find it i just uh click on your guys's stuff to see exactly what you're talking about cool well we got i i went through i wasn't gonna do this but i was like you know what i like I like being helpful for our listeners, so I went through and linked every one of these songs. So each one of these links is individual songs. So um, if you're looking for it, you can find it in our show notes. Head over to superhero I also think these show up in whatever podcast app you're listening to. 
So um, do that. But speaking of trailers you don't have to watch, we got two trailers this week. This is kind of like the highlight of the week, I think, here. And I was kind of saving these a little bit for the middle here. Um, but Hellboy leaked. Uh, the trailer came out Wednesday. It's supposed to come out Thursday. It leaked early Wednesday. Um, and then uh, we, they went ahead and released it officially on Wednesday as well. So the new Hellboy movie coming out February 14th. We got our first look at this trailer, Jim. Uh, are you a big fan of the older Hellboy movies is the first question I have to ask people. Uh, I enjoyed them. I wouldn't say I was a gigantic fan, but uh, they definitely weren't the worst showings ever. Okay. Um, and then now that you've seen this new trailer with David Harbour as Hellboy, uh, Ian McShane as Professor Broom, and a couple other people, um, I, the Re- Resident Evil as the Evil Witch there, whatever her name is, Mila Jovovich. Um, what do you think of this trailer? What, what, are you, what are you taking out of this one? Since you're, you're kind of middle ground on the originals, what do you think of uh, Hellboy 2019? Based just on the trailer, man, I thought it was dynamite. It was a fun ride. And talking about your rose-colored lenses, Ian McShane's one of my favorite actors anyway. <laughs> and just his little bit in there and uh, uh, David Harbour, I think he's going to knock it out of the park. Okay. So so you like you like the tone? I mean, I think the, the, the song uh, Moni Moni was pretty interesting choice for this. I don't know why. Um, that's in there, but I, I think it, it definitely feels, uh, I don't, maybe they're, they're reaching out to like a more of an adult crowd for this one. What do you think? I mean, it's R rated. It's got like, you know, eighties rock music. Um, he, he's kind of a, he's kind of a little bit of badass in this one. I, I think he's got, he's the jokes are there from the last one. I think that tone doesn't match the comic books I've been reading, but I, I think the action scenes look pretty, pretty good so far. Any, I mean, do well, you, you think that's who they're, they're going for on this one? Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I want to say it's a, a reaction to Deadpool with the all the quips and everything. Because like you said, the first movies had it a little bit too, but uh, mm. I wonder if they're going to push it a little harder just because they know that uh, humor kind of sells the, I don't want to say independent comic book movie, but uh, maybe a lesser known hero. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, that um, also... Um... Maybe it might ease people in who don't know that this is a reboot as well. Uh, oh yeah, the tone's a little better. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be interspersed with that gory action. I think in the R-rated trailer we have here, the Red Band, like he shoots somebody in the head, and you definitely see the head blow up a little <laughs> bit there. Uh, there's some CGI creatures. It looks like somebody got cut in half later by like this like really tall monster with like swords for hands. Um, I'm, I'm expecting to see some 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 blood and blood and gore in this one, and then uh, the final reveal at the end is the uh, Hellboy's final form, a nun in Rama, uh, with his fiery crown and his sword of fire, uh, coming out of yeah. a, out of a pit. There, that looked pretty cool. Yeah, if that's not a goosebump moment, uh, you don't like comic books. Yeah, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's coming out Valentine's Day. Uh, I I don't have a problem with this. I think I think it looks fun. I think it looks cool. Um. I'm going to be, be checking out since we don't have, thankfully, Dark Phoenix that day. Uh, we can go enjoy Hellboy instead. Um, but, yeah, I mean, are you, are you checking it out? I mean, you going you gonna to go watch it? Today, oh, maybe? yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if it'll be like a Thursday night showing, but I'll definitely see it opening weekend. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they walk the fine line between – because in the comic books, it's almost more of a horror trope, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's very he's very solemn. He's not as funny. Like he's very much like you know like dealing with zombies and like death and and the underworld. Not zombies, but like the underworld and supernatural things. And he's not as funny. Like he is a smart ass, but it's it's not as laugh out loud funny when you're reading it. It's very the book is very black and then the shades of red and like highlights of white in it. So um, it, it's it's not a feel good story. That's for sure. He's not a superhero. Right. He's just a a guy trying not to to unleash hell upon earth. Um, from that right so So, yeah it'll be interesting to see how they walk the line between horror and funny and action and keep him caught in the middle yeah i'm 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 in i would like some more horror superhero films like i'm that's why i'm really looking forward to new mutants like they're leaning into the horror version of that well well, yeah and then uh uh uh, that one that was on fx um legion legion that they did that really well too yeah so I mean I I want to see some some I would love to see some darker stuff. I want to see this lean into the horror. I don't think it will the first time around, but maybe if it sets up something good for the second one, we'll see a little more horror. Yeah, all the way through. So Hellboy first trailer, go check it. out. This is actually different I think than the one I saw that was leaked online that I had the leak. I sent I sent you the link, didn't I? Did yeah. I ask for it? It yep. looked different, didn't it? It's a different trailer. Yeah, it's it's got a couple shots that are the same, but overall it's a little different. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's our official one. We got that to look at and, and get excited for. <laughs> also, this week, in an unexpected thing, we got to look at Men in Black International. I didn't see this one coming by a long shot. Uh, they just wrapped filming recently, so we got Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson taking over the leads for the new Men in Black series. Uh, I think the highlight of this is actually Liam Neeson providing the voiceover and being kind of a, a badass agent in the field as well. What do you think? Yeah, that was, uh, I had no idea he was in the movie, so when he showed up in the previews, I was, uh, I'll admit, I was fist pumping a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, in this one, it looks like Chris Hensworth is the um, British uh, Men in Black uh, badass. He's the James Bond of the Men in Black, if you will, it looks like. He's a smooth, suave, super spy who takes on aliens and stuff like that. Uh, and then um, Tessa Thompson looks to be taking over maybe the Will Smith role. Like she she knows about the organization she gets in and she needs to prove herself in it. Uh, and it looks like this awkward buddy cop kind of comedy scenario is kind of going to go off from there. Um, I believe it's is it Emma Thompson who is the uh, the lead of the British Men in Black as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, she was yep. she was in there. So it looks to be pulling some some all some all stars from from the movie Love Actually. If you want to know Christmas time movies. Uh, Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson both in that I think they play siblings in it uh, and um, yeah this was fun I, what, what, anything stand out to you in particular about it? Um, I wasn't sure going into this if this was considered a full reboot or if it's a or, or, well, they, they, well, so you notice at one point they show the painting of um, Jay and Kay fighting the, 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 the cockroach from the first one like it's right. on the wall. Like that's that's known to be in this universe. This is a sequel, like or, in the same universe. Like a, not a not a hard reboot. Like a same universe but different. Like continued down the, down the line. So with not knowing that going in and seeing the uh, the little coffee alien guys, I don't, I don't remember their names. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, how the 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 guns and technology are all that like futuristic, streamlined silver chrome. Yeah. You know. I really enjoy that aesthetic, so I was pretty excited about that. Okay, I, cool. I didn't know where you're going. With that. I was like, uh, is that good? Is that bad? So they, no, they no, pulled, it's good. They pulled the same. It looks like the same guns from the other one. I love that the car is hidden weapons all over it. Um, yep. 
like pulling out the you know the rearview mirror. The 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 hubcap is a a, a bear a drum of bullets for his one gun. They're firing in the air. Uh, they they of course the, the car flies in this one. They have the red button. You know, um, a <laughs> lot of throwbacks to the old stuff. But I I love Chris Hemsworth. His humor is on point. Like he may be Thor and he may be able to pull off those emotional arcs, but like his humor is even better. Um, he's a standout part of Ghostbusters, the reboot there several yep. years ago. So uh, I'm excited to see him have some fun in this. This And, and again, Tessa Thompson and Kristen, they were highlights in Thor Ragnarok as well. So I'm excited to bring that chemistry and that, that fun and adventure to this one. Now, it looks like they may be world hopping a little bit. I look like different locales, maybe across the world to maybe solve some stuff. I look like maybe, um, Chris Hemsworth character was like maybe in like a, a desert room or something like that, and like one of the fight scenes where he's in a chair. Yeah, uh, I kind of wondered about that myself. So I guess they're really trying to live up to the international title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that would be cool because I think what the first one was like just in New York, wasn't it? Or the other trilogy was just kind of New York, and then what was uh, wherever the spaceship, maybe Florida for the the third one. They had yeah, Josh Bro- Josh Brolin, Thanos in that as well. <laughs> um, yep. So yeah, I don't. I mean, this is these are two really good trailers this week. I'm I'm excited about these. This upcoming 2019 is looking to be a pretty good year for movies overall. Um, but between I mean, comic books, Hellboy, uh, Captain Marvel, Shazam, uh, Endgame. What else we got? We got Joker. We haven't seen that trailer yet. But we got Joker. We got Men in Black. Spider Man. Um, Spider Man Far From Home. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that's in July. Uh, it, it 2019 shaping up to be a year for everybody, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped. I I've not been this hyped. So I mean, the part the problem with this year is we had Ant Man and the Wasp in July, June, July, and then we've been kind of a we had Venom, but like drought of good stuff until like right now. So oh, Star Wars is next year. Duh, we have yeah. Star Wars yep. episode nine. Um, 2019 is gonna be the year for us, Jim. I mean, oh I, yeah, I can't even I can't even fathom it. It doesn't feel real yet. And I'm all excited because, uh. Star Wars celebrations in Chicago this year, and the, two weeks after C2E2, <laughs> right? And then uh, that's only like five hours from where I live. So uh, a couple of friends of mine and I are going to spend a minimum of two days over there. Okay, and, you're, uh, you're gonna love it. It's uh, it's in the same place C2E2 is. So if you need some some tips, let me know. I, I can give you the hookup. Yeah, I might uh, take full advantage of that. Yeah. We're well, going to try. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Tell me more about it. Uh, I was going to say, we're, we're, our plan right now is we're going to try to get into uh, the episode nine uh, panel. Okay. Everyone's um, going to be trying to do that. So, yeah. I know. That's why I was say. The, the, the word try is real big in this. So, uh, but other than that, yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know what to expect because I've been to several cons before comic cons and uh but those have so much different you know subject matter that it's, not, to, it's not focused on one thing right and so i don't think i'll get bored but it's just like how much stuff can they show for star wars to keep your attention uh-huh. I, I don't know I'm, I'm really curious well you're gonna find <laughs> out because on top of speaking of panels i gotta go to san diego comic con this year and uh marvel will probably be back with this new phase four slate of movies announcements so uh if we can get into hall h i'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be psyched we have yeah. a, every, 2019 is a good year jim everyone's yes, yes. everything's coming up mint here that's for sure <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's, 
We're going to use that one from now. You, you can use that. Okay. So, all right. Now we're going to move along. Doom Patrol, you you have the DC. You're a DC Universe subscriber. Um, you've been watching Titans. It just finished last night. Did you watch the last one yet, or are you still catching up? No, I'm on episode seven, and I think it was 10, 10 or uh, 11. I think it's 11. It used to be 12, and then the last episode, they, they canceled the last episode. So it's only 11 episodes now. Okay. For some reason. Um, so you have you been enjoying your DC Universe experience overall, or you, what, what uh, what's your view of it? As far as the content goes, I really like what they're offering so far. I was one of those, uh, actually, it was off of you guys talking about it, that I jumped on for the, what was it, $75 for 15 months or mm-hmm. something like that. So uh, when it came out, uh, and I even wrote in that uh, it had a lot of nostalgia factor to it at first because they didn't have the original programming out yet. But uh, my one complaint is I don't have Apple TV. I don't have uh, of uh, Roku. Okay. So stuck watching it on my phone because they only have it either on Apple or Play right now. There's no no PlayStation. Well, I guess you could watch it over your laptop, but mine's not really built for that. Uh-huh. So I've been having to watch Titans on my iPhone 8 screen. Okay, that's a doesn't sound very fun. Do you have any, does it work on any Amazon devices either? Or no, just no. Okay. I've got a Kindle too, and I've been I would even handle watching it off of that, but it just. According to the facts page, they're working on getting it to other devices, but for now, we're stuck with that. But with that aside, I have really enjoyed Titan so far. Um, I know there was a big backlash at the beginning from the original trailer that came out for it that, you know, the whole fuck Batman thing and Mm -hmm. uh, that it might be, what do you want to say, like emo, maybe? It, It was trying too hard to rub people the wrong way, I think. Right, and after watching the first episode, that is not the case. I don't. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. I watched the first episode. I agree with that. And then uh, it just keeps building off of that. And the, if you want to call it the MacGuffin of the season, is Raven, um, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out her whole past and everything's a mystery. And being a comic book fan, I already kind of know what it is. But seeing how they explain it, how uh, the characters in the show react to it and everything else. Uh, it's really well done. I, I, I really enjoy it. Okay. That's good. I mean, yeah, maybe they need to bundle it. Like if you prepay for a year or three months, you get a free device to watch it on. That would probably be a really cool thing oh, to do. Cool. Do you have a, do you have a Chromecast at all? No, I mean, okay. I've never dabbled with it anyway. I didn't know if it would, if you could cast it to a TV. Well, no. either way, uh, it sounds like, uh, other than technological limitations, it sounds like it sounds like you're having a good time with it. Yep. Uh, good. So now you get to know the next show after uh, Titans because Doom Patrol had a backdoor pilot into it. Doom Patrol is out and they have the first teaser. And with this first teaser, we actually got our first look at Cyborg as well coming up in this in this series. Uh, who looks like he may be a main part of the Doom Patrol rather than just a side character that, that they had later. Did were you able to watch this preview? Um, yep. On the, okay. So just to kind of go through it, we have um, from left, right, um, Robot Man, who's voiced by Brandon Fraser, and will be played by him in flashbacks. Uh, was that it's not Mr. Negative, is it? No. Um, oh, um, ne- Negative Man? Yeah, I think that's it. 
Negative man. He looks like a Mr. He looks like an invisible man in the bandages and the, and the sunglasses. Uh, then we go to, I believe it's Elastigirl. Is that correct? Uh, she can ch- change her body into different shapes. I don't know. You, yeah. you know, you saw the, uh, you saw the Doom Patrol episode, right? So you know better than I do. Yeah, I just don't know their code names. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's, I think it's a lot. Or not Elastigirl. Something like that. Then there's Cyborg, and then there was um, Crazy Jane as well. So, yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, Dalton, Dalton, Timothy Dalton is their, their, like the leader, the professor of those people. So um, it's kind of like an X-Men for misfits, it seems like. That's uh, what this takes like because he's a wheelchair laden Timothy Dalton. But anyway, uh, the first teaser here is it's just showing like they're a little fun, a little quirky, a little weird. Uh, so I, I mean, it looks like it's gonna be a fun show. This one actually has my attention more than Titans, to be honest. But I mean, uh, it, I don't know. The quality looks good. I don't know. What do you think about this? Are you excited for Doom Patrol to be on there this coming? Uh, uh, did you see their their soft pilot in Titans? I did not. No, I've only seen the first episode of Titan so far. Okay. Um, is an introduction to the characters without showing them in action, if you want to call it that. Okay. Um, to me, well, going back to even like Hellboy, um, in the original movies anyway, I haven't read the books. Uh-huh. He's stuck kind of in the, the uh, what's the name of his police the BPRD. department? BPRD. Yeah, he's kind of stuck there with Abe and and his dad and everything else, and they're just kind of all there until they're called to action. That's kind of how they played the Doom Patrol in that uh, Titans episode, that they're all stuck in this mansion. They all have these great abilities, but they don't really want to show them to the world. Okay. So we didn't get to see them, you know, any real action set pieces with them. I mean, we got a few hints and a few glimpses, but nothing... So to see them really let loose and, you know, fight somebody, that, I think that's going to be real interesting. Okay. And to see how they work as a team. Uh, which one would you say is your favorite? I, Robot Man in this look, just I'm just drawn to that character because of his look and how real they made it on a TV budget. Uh, is there any other character that stood out to you? Like when you watched the, the other show that you're like looking forward to on this one? Um, the... Uh, Elastigirl or whatever he's the, the way uh-huh. that they presented her was interesting because she's kind of a like an old timey actress, kind of a prima donna, and she can't necessarily hold her form all the time. Mm-hmm. So she's dealing with that. And they all have like it's like their powers are also their flaws. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, well and, that's why uh, that's why I kinda of, kinda of like remind me of the X Men a little bit, but like yep. weirder. Yeah. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see that they have to embrace their flaws to be, you know, better heroes, if you want to call it that, or even be heroes at all. Okay. So Yeah, I, I think the thing to walk away from here is the, their cyborg version, it looks like a Halloween costume cyborg, if I was going to be honest. I'm not sold on it yet. Um, <laughs> because it's hard to make cyborg look cool. I mean, the the Ray Fisher in Justice League was pretty okay to look at, like once he got his final form at the end of the movie, but I I, I don't know how they're gonna carry it over through Doom Patrol. I, I don't know. So. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Is in the history of live action cyborgs, has there been a cool one? Yeah, I would say the the very last version in Justice League, whenever because cyborg he evolves throughout that movie or whatever his right. look does. Well, I, I just remember there being. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, 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 so, no, I, yeah. 
I just remember there being complaints that, you know, the only real thing on him was, what, two-thirds of his face? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he looked like a, what Mike say, graphics card, like a, a video graphics card kind of thing. Or, like, yeah. the shiny version of, like, Megatron in a Transformers movie. Yeah. So, um, his inversion was fine. But, I mean, this one this looks like it was just... It, this one, when you're holding up against Robot Man, who's a whole robot dude, and I'm buying it, and then he's, like... It looks like he has, like, just a a plastic thing covering a third of his face on this one. It, it looks, it just looks a little off, but it could just be, this is a preview and I just need to see more of the, the, the actual footage. Cause yeah, it's hard to judge if, by a little bit of, of stuff. Right. I just wonder if they'll explain it a little bit. Um, like the, the, I wonder if part of his origin is part of the aesthetic, you know, if that uh-huh. maybe it's something that fits over him more than it is his skull or his face being built. Uh-huh. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, we're going to see what it is. Because I don't, I mean, I didn't think he was going to be a main part in it. I thought they would just be like bookends to some of the episodes or like a, a guest character. Kind of like, uh, you know, um, how some in Titans, some of the characters are not there all the time. They're just there a little bit. So, right. So there's that. Deadly Class is a comic book TV show coming out next year on Sci Fi, uh, produced by the Russo Brothers starring uh, Wong from Doctor Strange and Infinity War, and they have put the first episode free on YouTube a whole month early. So if you want to check out the first episode of Deadly Class on YouTube, you can do so by clicking the link in there in our notes. I'm going to be honest, I've not watched it yet, so just don't, I don't have any answers for that. Go ahead. I, I haven't either, but uh, this is just like the dealer giving out your first dose for free and then making you pay afterwards because I don't have sci-fi. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it, but if it's as good as I hope it is, I'm going to be definitely clamoring for more. Well, I mean, I'm just going through the notes uh, or the the comments on the thing on the page, and um, every no one no one is saying anything negative. The only negative thing is sci-fi cancels their shows early. Um, oh. but also someone says it's like Harry Potter meets League of Assassins. Uh, strongest pilot they've ever seen. I'm hooked. They're in love with this show. So Man, brilliant. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a good thing. So all 54 minutes on YouTube, you can click the link in our show notes, watch it, check it out. Maybe have to get on sci-fi later, or um, maybe, maybe it'll be on some other service to stream, you know, when it all wraps up you can do your binging if you will. Yeah. A couple of shows from sci-fi have made it to Netflix. So mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, this one might make the leap too. Yeah, especially, I mean, maybe depending on it, may, I see maybe more Hulu since it's Russo Brothers and they're so ingrained in Disney oh, and man. Marvel that it, it could be, it could come somewhere else, maybe like a Hulu. But um, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to check this out whenever I get a free hour to sit down and watch it. So I'll give it a chance. I actually have, uh, if I turn around behind me here, Deadly Class Volume 1 and 2 behind me in the comic book form. So. Oh. Uh, you can get those for about five dollars a piece at usually conventions or or maybe at a, at a bookstore. There's way more than two. Uh, I just had the first year because I found those uh, fairly cheap. So um, have you read them? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I my, yeah. No. I mean, they're. I mean, the art's great and what I've heard is great. I just um, I just kind of forget where they are because I have a section that's non-Marvel comic books and it's it's over in that section. Um. So yeah, I'll need to pick those up probably as well. Lastly, our most controversial bit of news for the the week here is the Aladdin movie, the first live-action stills from this movie. We saw a teaser. Teaser didn't really do anything for us except tease us, and then we get some first looks. So we're going to go through some of these photos here. You've probably seen these. 
First up, we get our first look at Abu, the lovable monkey sidekick from this. Uh, he looks like he might be in the Cave of Wonders. He is glowing the very nice blue hue over this. I wonder why there's a blue hue over the Cave of Wonders, Jim. Mm, probably, some sort of, probably some sort of magic thing here. But yes. overall, I like his little vest. I like his little hat. He looks like a CG character uh, that, that's very emotive. I'm very excited to see more of Abu in this movie. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is this, uh, I mean, are they actually using a real monkey or is he all CG? I'm pretty sure at this point, if they're doing Lion King fully CGI, he's all CG. Okay. Um, because I, I just think he needs to be emotive. He needs to have that, like, he's 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 essentially a secondary character. And if he's just a, a regular, like, I don't think we can meet this. Because, I, mean, I mean, look at the eyes, the look of this putting him in the vest. I'm just, I'm just sold on this. I don't know. I mean, some people may not be, but I I've seen much worse, but I'm very excited by this, this version of Abu and right. Aladdin. Second up, we get to see our first look at Jafar as well. Uh, from these things, this Jafar does not look nearly as evil nor as old as I imagined him to be. Uh, and I, I don't know that, that that's probably, this is probably my most disappointing picture. If I was to be straight honest, some people are going to argue about our last one. But I think this is the most disappointing picture to see Jafar in action. What do you think here? Well, I've seen a lot of the reactions have been the, uh, the sexy Jafar. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he, but he doesn't he doesn't look evil enough. He doesn't look creepy like Jafar does in the the movie. Yeah. You know, like the long slender face with the curly beard. Maybe uh, something kind of like Emperor Palpatine happens and the dark magic ruined end. He was never pretty to begin with. We don't need it. We don't need oh, this. Yeah. We don't need this. We don't need to emperor palpatine i mean he should have just been an older person who was evil from the begin with but now he's like ah uh, yeah he's pretty good looking for the things but he's still evil but he's also holding, or, he's holding a uh, lamp too well i was gonna say i wonder if maybe it's a more physical role so they got a younger person to do it yeah i don't, I don't know. know he just doesn't look creepy and jafari enough for me right so I'm, I'm not as sold on this one but maybe we just need to see it in action we'll, we'll take a look uh, next up, we can see Jasmine and Aladdin walking through the streets here. Uh, looks to be very, um, uh, I guess, ethnic cast behind them. I mean, we, we have, uh, I mean, this is set in like the Middle East. So we have some, some you know, looks like some Asians, uh, Middle Eastern people all over the place. It looks, it looks good. I mean, this looks fine. What do you think? That looks like Aladdin. That looks like Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, they uh, look like the cast at least. Yeah, the cast and the, the outfits look very reminiscent of um, the movie as well. Uh, Jasmine in her uh, street garb with with her teal pants underneath her her fancy teal pants. It's, it looks like they might have like the royal symbol on them or something like that. Of course they should look, but um, I, I think this is fine. I think this is a good look. I mean, good actors for this this movie. Uh, a lot yeah. of people for the live action they love. People love Cinderella the most of the live action movies. I've I've heard in in. I've heard around, um, and that's like the one where I knew the least amount of actors. So I think that's uh, this might be a good sign. Good oh sign. yes. And lastly, one of the most uh, talked about things here is we get to see Aladdin with Will Smith, who plays the genie. And what have we seen of the genie so far, Jim? Uh, not much. Pretty much. I, we get to see him torso up. We don't yeah. see his feet in anything. It is very much Will Smith in a human form. Now, this is exactly what he looks like when you go and watch the play version of this. Because I went uh, in October, took my wife to her birthday to see Aladdin the play, the traveling Broadway musical. Sure. And this is what he looks like. So this doesn't bother me as much. People want the cartoon Robin Williams version. 
Will Smith has said that there is a CG big blue, you know, bulky version of the genie that's around most of the time. But this is his human form when he's talking to Al and like trying to blend in in, in different parts. Right. Um, this scene looks to be in the desert. So like maybe they just got out of the Cave of Wonders or something like that. I don't know where they are in this, this scene. It doesn't look like it's in a city. Or anywhere right. near civilization, but um, maybe where he's explaining the rules of the lamp to him. Yeah, well, I think that's underground. I think that's where we saw the Abu light, the blue light. This is the underground part where he comes okay. out for the first time. Right. But uh, I mean, this may be like I, I don't know. Maybe the, like in if you remember Aladdin, I don't know how how often you watch the cartoon Aladdin. There's yeah, a part I grew up with it where they have to bring Prince Ali into the town, right? On like a big all the, the parade and the elephants and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I think this is right before that, right before he's like, I'm a, I want to become a prince. And this is like on the outside. So he makes him a prince on the outside of town and they get to come into town as a prince. Mm. So okay. I think this is that that part of it. I don't know. Uh, he also looks to be on a carpet. I don't know if that's the magic carpet or not. Mm. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see. It looks like they'd be the same color and patterns, but we'll have to see if there's a magic carpet in this one or not. Hopefully so... they show us the world. <laughs> nice. A whole new world, shining, shimmering splendor. But yes, go on. Uh, so you saw the play. Yes. How did they handle the genie in that? As far as like, because Robin Williams did a lot of like impressions and you know Spitfire comedy. So genie in the play is more like a Deadpool character. He addresses the audience. He knows he's in a play. He references like mo- he was referencing modern things here and there and having a good time and. Like he's just a, it was just a human in a bunch of blue walking around, really. Like there wasn't any like CG or huge effects to make him look big and like poofy like a genie. He looked like a person walking around, but he did interact with the audience. He knew that we were watching a play and like referencing things going on or making witty references like Deadpool would do. Honestly, okay. Which so, was yeah. very, inter- he was very, he was the best part of that play, hands down. Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of what I was wondering how they were going to address that for the live action movie, because, you know, you don't want to go with just a Robin Williams impression because that's yeah. just going to. Especially now. Yeah. Um, so I wondered how they, you know, let Will Smith make it his own, but still keep it to the spirit of, you know, what he was. So I wonder if I'll go that direction. Yeah, I mean, the, the the play, I think, was written by the people who did the movie as well, like the music and like cause the music and the, and the actual everything is different. That There's no monkey. There's no boo. There's the magic carpet only shows up to do the 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 song we just sang. Um, <laughs> it's very grounded and not as not as magical as you will. Um, okay. And like the whole thing coming in is Prince Ali. Like he's not riding elephants and like there's not a bunch of like there is fanfare, but it's more human fanfare rather than actual like large explosive fanfare so right um people will probably be disappointed if it falls with the play more so i think they're gonna have to mix both of them i think they're gonna have to find a nice balance of all of this so overall i the genie doesn't bother me everyone's all butthurt about it but i i don't care like let them do their live action version it's not gonna ruin your cartoon version with robin williams because we're not gonna get robin williams back so exactly enjoy enjoy that and let people who want to watch this one have this one yeah i was just trying to figure out wrap my head around how they're going to make him work and, and still keep kind of the spirit of the original, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm curious in that regard too. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, 
this. My kids don't like the original. I don't know why. Uh, it must be too good. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not superhero enough, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> that it's but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'll definitely check this one out when it comes out. Yeah, I, my wife's gonna make me go anyway, so I might as well just try to get hyped for it, right? There you right? go. Maybe there'll be a, a really sweet preview before it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we can only hope. I don't know when this movie's coming out. I gotta, I gotta look that up later. But um, yeah, there's a lot. That's our new show, Jim. We made a whole hour out of this show. Oh, can you believe wow. that? No, it, it doesn't. It flew by. It doesn't feel like it. So, uh, thank you for stepping up. And and we don't have a lot of topics here. Like you can see, our our, our bullet points are bare in the, in this week's notes. So, thank right. you for bearing with me as we we <laughs> tried to find news this week. Um, oh, no especially problem. with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Christmas songs. That's how that's how desperate we were. Um, yeah, but it's 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 seasonal. It is. It's very. It fits. It fits so well. So well. Uh, and again, thank you for 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 answering the call last minute and and stepping up and and being able to to work this out with me. So I I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, Jim, for everything. So well, no problem. And like it, it, it's almost surreal because, like I said, I've been listening to you guys for two plus years now, and yeah, this is like a true honor and a, a very nice early Christmas present. So yeah. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. This is all you get. This is it. This is okay. going in, going, going back to the stores. So I'll admit when you uh, said you had a favor to ask me, I thought you were going to send me to GameStop again. To get a pop vinyl. Yeah, Jim, yep. Jim, that, that pop vinyl is on the top shelf in a plastic container in my room. It's on the top shelf of all my expensive ones. So nice. it, it holds a special place here. It is Luke Skywalker <laughs> in his Tatooine robes and, and lightsaber, which is pretty cool. You got to be honest. It is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Uh, for for a Star Wars fan, so uh, I'm keeping I'm keeping that one for a while. So it's it's it, yeah, priceless. That's what I'm looking for. It's priceless to me. <laughs> there you go. Um, Jim, if people want to know what you're up to, where can they find you and your your dealings? I know you're on Twitter at least. Uh, where else you want to send them to? Where out? Where, where can they? Uh, find you? So you can find me on Twitter at hf like Harrison Ford six zero five. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, someone already had HF605 on there, so I'm uh, IA or Iowa, Man of Steel, real original, uh-huh. I know. Yep. Um, Super, Superman slash Harrison Ford fan here, I guess. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are probably two best places to, to look me up if anyone's interested for some reason. Okay. Well, if you want to find Jim, those will be in our notes as well. I'll have those linked in there. If you want to find me, as always... Find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. I'm going to Disney. You best bet I'm taking pictures of that. It's going to be all nice. over that place. I don't post very often, but now I'm going to, like, because my work is Instagram and Facebook. So now, well, since I'm off for a week, I'm going to use this advantage to, to post all about those adventures. Do um, you think you can wrap this up? you think you can tell everyone where else they can find us at, Jim? Or you want me to do it? Uh, I'll give it a shot. How's that sound? Let's do it. I'm 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 always down. So Jim, where can everyone else find us every week? Except As always, we're taking a break. <laughs> there you go. As always, please visit superheroslate.com. This is and uh, you can find a uh, superhero slate on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, like I don't want to say us, but like Superhero Slate on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter and follow them on Instagram. And you can get all sorts of uh, neat swag and everything else at superheroslate.com slash store. 
There you go. And thank you for not pitching some sort of weird superhero cult that Mike keeps starting to pitch every week at the end of every episode. Well, so, he won't get back to me in the Kool-Aid. So. He probably doesn't have your flavor. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> He, he's just he's just buying like the grape flavor or the uh, the the lemon lime Kool Aid that nobody's buying out there. No. Ugh. Anyway, well, thank you for for coming in and and following us and being a super fan and and that's how do you become a super fan, Jim? You forgot that part. That's a very important part. How do you oh. become a super fan of Superhero Slate? You share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and uh, I forgot the rest of it. And we'll be here every week except next week because we're on a break. Don't forget that we're taking the end of the year off. I'm in Disney. Mike's be coming back from the Midwest. It's just not going to work out. So we're going to take our own little vacation from the show. We're going to come back into 2019. We're going to hit it hard. We're going to hit it fast. we got so many movies and so much to look forward to. Uh, I just did the math, actually, not including this episode, but as of the Aquaman review episode, we have 250 individual audio files that we've uploaded um, because we do two for every Super Bowl and uh, all the uh, review episodes. That was our 45th review episode. So... Um, it's hard to imagine we've come four years and are kicking off our fifth one. And thank you for helping wrap up our 2018, Jim. I really appreciate it. So yeah, no problem. Without further sentiment and ado, we'll talk to you guys next year. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. Everything we operate on is on a 30 second interval.